Hello, and welcome to Newton's Dark Room Presents Broadcast, updates from the Newton's Dark Room Collective. Turtoise the Terrific is one of the two founders of Newton's Dark Room. You can actually read about the founding of NDR at newtonsdarkroom.com history. Even though he played an important role in its construction, now he is retired. He hasn't contributed creatively in some time. He still lives on Cal Island, but he mostly keeps to himself, reading books in the library or going deep-sea spearfishing. One day, Tertoise was hanging out in his office when he threw the door open and burst out. His office was right at the top of the two arching stairs you see when you enter the foyer. He burst out at the top of these stairs and announced to the whole collective, I have an idea. Now, when Tertoise has an idea, you listen. That's just one of those unspoken rules around here. We all gathered in the foyer, and at the top of those stairs, Tortoise began his presentation. He dragged a chalkboard out from his office. It was poorly erased, and the pale leftovers littered the board, but still, this was the medium of his presentation. The basic premise was this. Tortoise wanted to build an amusement park, right here on Cal Island. He would call it either Newton's Dark Room Land or Cal Island Land. He wasn't sure which yet. Sophie Rivera raised her hand to point out that both of those names were terrible, but her comment got lost in the hubbub. The amusement park would have all kinds of rides showcasing some of our members and intellectual properties. For example, there was going to be a large pinball-like machine where attendees crawl into this giant orb and then get smacked around in a simulated game of marbles. Uh, the ride would be called Crash the Cosmic Coaster. Sophie once again raised her hand to point out that this wasn't a coaster, but this time she wasn't even called on. Tertoise moved on to his next idea. This one would be a dark ride. People would hop on this cart that looks like a cloud, and then they would hover over the entire American countryside. The sets would all be painted by S.O. and So, and they would depict his life on the clouds. There's a few other things here and there, a water ride based on the fictional island in our first EP, Pepnia, a Roomba petting zoo, stuff like that. The crown jewel of Cal Island Land, however, was going to be an immersive world based on the pantheon of Main Street mythology. You could walk into the Pantheon, see the dining table, go to shows put on by Ivium, take pictures with your favorite gods. It was going to be the largest amusement park built on an island. Well, in California, at least. Most people, myself included, were extremely excited and inspired. We were all talking about even more ideas that we could add to the park. It was a grand hodgepodge of inspiration. For everyone that is, except Sophie Rivera. She spent the rest of the evening saying things like, guys, really? And this seems ridiculous. And of course, aren't we already working on like a million other things? Nobody paid much attention to her except to say, it's fine, it's fine. She went huffing off into the other room, fed up with our so-called naive excitement. With all the naysayers out of the room, we were able to get to work. While Tertoise is inspired and intelligent, he is not a great manager. He has a very independent, every person for themselves kind of leadership style. He ended that meeting on the stairs by loudly shouting, let's make Cal Island Lynn, to which everyone cheered and then went running off in different directions. Some people started sketching and drawing up blueprints, but that was only like two people, Esso uh, and So and Sumpra Papina. Everyone else was really excited about building. We all ran to the garage, grabbed hammers, wood and nails, and just started smacking stuff together. There wasn't enough hammers for everyone though, which caused a bit of turmoil amongst the group. Who should have a hammer? Is it first come, first serve? Or maybe the most experienced individual should do the work. In the end, we came up with a compromise. If you already had a hammer, you could keep that. And if you didn't have one, you'd use one of the blow torches to affix two pieces of wood. This didn't end well. 
a small fire may or may not have been started in the garage. Luckily, AI-482 was able to trigger the sprinklers in time to put it out, getting us all soaked in the process. After this, we all agreed it would be best to only have some of us building. The rest would paint. We spent the rest of the afternoon cobbling things together, everyone painting and building whatever they felt like. I must admit, it was a lot of fun. At the end of the day, we wiped the sweat from our brows and sat down to a lovely turkey dinner put together by the Cal Island caretakers. That's when Esso and So and Sempra came over, wiping the sweat from their brows, yada yada yada. As they sat down, they slapped some blueprints onto the table. Esso and So said they had been working all day on them, but they finally have the plans done so we can start building. There was a pause. I explained that we had already started building. Esso and So went into an outrage. He began shouting at the group, how could we even start building if we didn't have any plans? Tommy B, our live events coordinator, shrugged. I don't know, we, we just kind of made it work. Now, normally we might be able to resolve this issue. Uh, maybe we adapt our current construction to fit the plans or we start over. This time, however, that wouldn't be possible. Just before dinner, I'd personally gone to Tertoise and told him that we were basically done building and we could open up whenever. He was ecstatic and announced that we would open this weekend. I asked him if he wanted to see the park first and he said no. With his hand on my shoulder, he told me that he trusted me. Then he immediately called a billboard company to take out a giant ad for Cal Island Land right over the 710 freeway. Tertoise was excited, but I realized we were about to make a huge mistake. This was all just thrown together, a real mess. It didn't look the greatest, the shows were not rehearsed, and most importantly, it was unsafe. None of us are engineers, nobody came to certify any of the rides, we haven't even talked to our lawyers yet. I rushed over to Sophie Rivera's room and knocked politely but urgently on the door. She answered. Her face already had that I told you so look. I explained the billboard and the expected attendance and how we were not ready to safely accommodate customers. She nodded her head, thinking, and then she told me she had a plan. She was going to advertise a fake art house film called Cal Island Land. She would rent out a billboard just before the one Tertoise brought explaining this grand abstract multimedia film experience. Because nobody wants to go see weird art house films, especially ones that involve taking an expensive ferry to some ashen island, nobody would come to our opening. They, they would think that the next Cal Island Land billboard that they saw was just another strange advertisement for this strange endeavor. We both pitched in money for the billboard and she made the call. Then, it was time for opening day. Everyone got into their Cal Island Land uniform, slapped on a smile, and stood beneath the large neon sign that was over the dock. We saw the ferry slowly grow larger as it made its approach to the island. Once it docked, it let out a large toot from its horn. At this sound, Tertoise burst from the doors of our house shouting, Welcome! Welcome! But he was shouting this to no one. Much to everyone's surprise, and my relief, the ferry was entirely empty. Well, except for Bart, the ferry driver. We all slumped, some out of disappointment and others out of relief. Tertoise was visibly disappointed walking around with a furrowed brow looking at this mangled park we had created. What happened? I, I thought you said it was finished. I stepped forward. You see, we didn't really make a plan. We just made things. And it was a lot of fun and we were all very excited, but then you said we would open and I, I panicked and I'm sorry. Tertoise was silent for a moment, slowly twisting his head as he scanned the park. Is it functional? He asked. I mean... Yeah, all the rides worked. None of them were safety rated, though. Tertoise nodded and stood on a picnic table. 
Attention, employees of Cal Island Land. It is with a heavy heart that I must announce the closing of the park. It has always been a dream of mine to make this happen, and you brought it to life. On today, the final day of Cal Island Land's operation, we have decided to close the park to the public. Today is an employee appreciation day. The park is yours. Now, let's go have some fun. And we did. We ate corn dogs and rode clouds and roller coasters performing shows for each other. Sometimes someone would need to flip the go button for a ride and then run and hop into the seat before it took off. It was grand fun, a private amusement park, a once in a lifetime experience. Cal Island Land is officially closed now, but some of its remnants are still scattered about. Every now and then, we'll meet to have lunch out on the carousel in the middle of the park. You just listened to Newton's Dark Room Presents. This episode was created and performed by Talon Stradley. You can find more information on this show, The Collective, and our other podcasts at newtonsdarkroom.com. You can also follow us on social media at Newton's Dark Room to stay up to date on whatever we're working on. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Produced by Newton's Dark Room.